are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Welcome to the broadcast. We're talking about the world that was. Not the world that is, but the world that was. Now, that may sound strange to you. We're going to Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. See, we're talking about a subtitle under that, the beginning. We're trying to establish some things that happened in the beginning. To understand the Bible and what the Bible says about creation, you have to go back to the beginning of creation. And that's what we're doing. We're going to the beginning of creation. Now, I want us to go to Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. But before we start there, I want to quote this scripture or read it to you from Colossians 1, 16 again. I want to keep this fresh in your mind because we're establishing some things. Talking about Jesus, for by him were all things created, things that are in heaven, things that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Now let's keep that in our thinking as we read over here, because God created Lucifer, the anointed cherub, to be ruler over the earth. And let's see what the Bible says in Ezekiel, the 28th chapter. Now here we have a situation where God is speaking with a dual meaning. We call this the law of double reference. Because God is speaking to a man that is ruler of Tyrus, king of Tyrus, but the things that he says about that man couldn't all be applied to the man. And you'll see as we go along. Let's read what he said, what God said concerning this in verse 12. Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou that sealest up the sum, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. Well, now you know that the man that was the king of Tyrus, the literal physical king, was not all of this, was not perfect in beauty. Verse 13 says, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Well, now that ruled that man out, didn't it? <laughs> so what God is saying here, when there is an evil ruler on the earth, that was ruling Tyrus, an evil ruler, he said there is a prince or a spiritual force above that kingdom that is causing that man to do the things that he does. And it's ruled by the devil himself or Lucifer. Now this is who he's talking about here. When he says, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sardis, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and gold. The workmanship of thy tablets and of thy pipes were prepared in thee in the day that thou was created. Now notice he says, All of this was established in the day that you were created. Now, you know that the king of Tyrus was not a created being. Adam was the only created man on the earth. The rest of them had been born here. So Adam was the only created man on the earth in the time that we've lived here or in the dispensation that it reveals about humanity from Genesis 1 on through. 
Now, what I wanted to point out to you was that God was not saying that this is the king. It's a twofold meaning. It's law of double reference. Now, listen to what God said. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Well, now just stop and ask yourself, how in the world could Lucifer, in his great beauty, ever been in the garden of Eden that we know that Adam was put to be ruler over? Adam was ruler over the garden. In fact, he was ruler over the earth. He was the God of the earth. But this is speaking of a time when this created being was in all of his beauty, in all of his rulership, in all of his dominion, in the earth. And he says he was in the garden of God. Now, it didn't say the garden of Eden. It says Eden, the garden of God. So evidently there was a garden of God in the world that was, the world that was destroyed in the flood of Genesis 1-2. There was a garden there, and it was called the garden of God. It wasn't called the garden of Eden. Now, Adam's garden was called the garden of Eden. But this other garden was called the garden of God. Now, some would say, oh, well, now that's just a play on words and really what it's talking about is Satan was in the garden of Eden with Adam oh but wait a minute that won't fit thou hast been in Eden the garden of God every precious stone was thy covering now when you read the account when Satan barred the body of a serpent Lucifer barred the body of a serpent came in there to Eve to deceive her. You didn't read where she said, Oh, how beautiful you are. My, those rubies are gray. Aren't they beautiful? And the diamonds and the beryl, oh, you're the most beautiful thing I ever saw. No, she didn't say that because he didn't have any of those coverings then. Now see, here's where we've missed it. We've looked into the Bible and just kind of gone by what somebody said about it. This is what the Bible says about it. This is what the Bible says about creation. It's time that Christianity began to realize this earth is more than 6,000 years old and quit fighting against what scientists have found out. Thank God for the scientists. I tell you, if it hadn't been for them, we'd have been in a heap of trouble because we've believed some things that was wrong. And they've believed a few things that was wrong and they've proven them to be wrong. But I'll tell you, they're going to prove the Bible is true. Now notice, he was covered with all of these beautiful stones in the garden of God. Well, he sure wasn't in the garden of Eden. He had a snake skin on. Brother, that's not beautiful. Now notice as we go on down. He was a created being. Then verse 14 says, Thou art the anointed cherub. Thou art the anointed cherub. In that time that it's speaking of here, it says he was the anointed cherub. Well, in the garden, he wasn't the anointed cherub. In the garden of Eden, he was not the anointed cherub. But in the garden of God that was in the beginning, he was the anointed cherub. And I have set thee so. God said, I've set you there. And somebody said, where did the devil come from? Well, we just read you where it says God created, or Jesus, God through his word, created all things. Principalities, powers, dominions, thrones, and all of those things, visible and invisible, in heaven and in earth, God created them all with His words. They just didn't happen. They didn't just rise up out of the sea or something decided to change into something else. 
Now, there's been a lot of changes down through the years. Certainly they have. And I'll tell you where we've missed it sometimes and where they missed it in the theory of evolution is that they said that man started out looking like ape and he got to looking better and better and better and better. Well, in all the generations that we've known, he has not looked any better. In fact, what they missed is the fact that they're going back trying to dig up that missing link. Well, there is no missing link. I can tell you why they found those ape-looking creatures that were men is because that they perverted themselves and became an animal almost instead of a man. And any time people go away from God, that's what they end up being. And the world that was, that was before this earth that we live on, there were men that were so perverted and animal-like until they looked like apes. And I'll tell you, there's some perversion in the earth today that's going to turn men into the same situation. So there is changes. But it's not for better, it's always for worse in that area. Now you may be having a little trouble receiving this, but I'm telling you something that'll help you and get some understanding in your spirit concerning the beginning. Now let's follow this just a little further. Thou art the anointed cherub that covers. I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mount of God. All right, now, if that is Satan in the garden, then how in the world did he get on the mount of God? I mean, he's already cast down in the garden. He's already fallen. He's already become the devil himself. Iniquity was found in him. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created till iniquity was found in thee. Well, now, you know that the devil was not perfect in the Garden of Eden. He was deceitful. He was out to destroy, to kill, to steal. And that's exactly what he did. So, you see, we've read some of these things sometimes and said, well, you know, I don't care what science says. I don't care what those rocks and the radium treatment, I don't know what it is. But anyway, you see, we've said, oh, that couldn't be true. There couldn't be a rock that's five million years old. There are probably human beings that they've dug up that's that old or a reasonable facsimile of a human. But it wasn't from men that sprang from some low creature. It was men that deteriorated because they went against God and rebelled against God and God turned them over to reprobate minds and they became animals-like. So you see, when you study the beginning. When I started out talking about studying the beginning, some of you thought, my, this is going to be a dull thing. I'll tell you what, I'm excited about it. These things will help you understand the Bible. Once you understand this, it'll help you to understand other parts of the Bible. I know that some of you are thinking, I'll tell you, this is the wildest thing that I've ever heard. Well, it may be contrary to anything religious you ever heard, but then the Bible's not too religious anyway. It's just filled with truth. I'm glad you joined us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, our offer this week is CD offer number 7607. It's entitled, Keys to Understanding the Bible. There's six CDs. This is one of the most informative series I've ever done. Keys to Understanding the Bible for $43 plus $7 postage and handling. We go into great detail of the Genesis account to give you insight into the fact that God created the heaven and the earth to be inhabited. It was not created void. It became void, and water was over the face of it, but 
that was not the way it was created. Then the Genesis account, we find out that each day of the Genesis account represents 1,000 years of human history and things that happened during that time, especially when you get down to the end of the fourth day of the Genesis account. Great light came on the fourth day, the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. It represents Jesus as the greater light, the light of the world that came at the end of 4,000 years of human history. It reveals it exactly. A day is with the Lord as a thousand years, a thousand years is a day. It gives us great insight into how things were laid out. And it says that God saw the things that he had made and it was good until you get down to the sixth day and he said it was very good. Now, why was it very good on the sixth day? Because at the end of the sixth day, man was in the image and likeness of God, and that's the way it's going to be at the end of 6,000 years of God's determined time of the lease on this planet to mankind. Then God's going to take back control of this planet. But it's God's calendar, not our calendar. Some of you think that we're already in the seventh millennium, but not on God's calendar, because the seventh millennium is 1,000 years of peace, and if you haven't noticed yet, there is not peace on this earth now, but there soon will be, and the wicked shall be revealed for what they are. That's offer number 7607, six CDs, keys to understanding the Bible, for $43 plus $7 postage and handling. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.